comedy podcast that features good dirty people talking about good dirty sex using all kinds of good dirty words it is intended for an adult audience and contains judgment-free conversations that some loveless puritanical sociopaths may find offensive viewer and listener discretion is advised Brad collected himself and blew a whistle signifying that it was game he drove from the wall back onto Vlad so hard that the last morsel of his asshole's untorn flesh ripped away like a newborn baby swept from his mother's arm by a strong river current. Things then got really intense. Vlad started choking Brad from behind, sticking his skeleton-like fingers into the captain's bloody mouth, pulling on his cheeks like bad dental work when you don't have insurance. There wasn't a cheek on Brad's body that wasn't tattered to absolute shreds. Vlad's musty ranger slammed in and out of Brad's tired and torn asshole with fury, causing him to dip in and out of consciousness, blacking out due both to the loss of blood and from his asshole and the lack of oxygen in the brain from the choking. Hello, and welcome to Good Dirty Fun. This is the interview portion of the show. We have my good friend, Evan Mumford, who is an amazing podcaster. What's the name of your podcast? Tell everyone. Oh, absolutely, Brian. The current uh, one is called Bad Expectations. Bad Expectations. Uh, it's actually a reference to the Charles Dickens book. Great oh, thanks for explaining that I've actually never told to anyone everybody. that, including the people on the podcast. You... I don't. I, I feel like you don't need to explain that to people. Is that that not not common knowledge? The great expectations thing. I no one has brought it up. I've never brought it up before. But oh my yeah, so th- that is that's the podcast. That's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. Go to the YouTube one. I do the video editing. It's great. We have clips. It's really fun. Really funny. It's cultural. It's it's everything you want. <laughs> it's cultural, cultural and awesome. It's super funny. You're a great stand up. Thank you. And a hilarious man. And um, this podcast, we, yes. we we talk a lot about sexing. That's yes. what we like to talk about and uh, pornography. And uh, you are a connoisseur of sorts. Uh, I, I think I would uh, I would I would go with that word connoisseur. Connoisseur, and, th- and that has been in my life for good or bad mm-hmm. since I was probably. Eight, eight, seven years old. It probably dates back. This is an interesting thing too, because yeah, like what year are you born? I was born in nineteen ninety. Okay, so you always had access to internet. I, I, I did, but I mean, the, the, my early days were certainly without internet. Holy guacamole! So you were initially like you were doing it with magazines, Sears catalogs, the usual this kind of stuff. I mean, we're talking doing it. I was not. It was not a sexual thing at first. My, my pornography uh, interest. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should start from the top. No, we'll here. back it up a bit. <laughs> so you were just you were in it for for the uh, the writing. No, the what, cinematography? It, what it was man, super weird. I uh, I had a cousin uh, that I used to see uh, every every Christmas, and he he takes me up to his room, and he had a collection of records and CDs and movies and everything like that. Uh, in fact, the first time I heard George Carlin was from my cousin, but um, yeah, he actually had a. Uh, a shelf uh, bookcase filled with uh, old pornos that he stole from his dad. So he, we would just like flip through them with, with just violent interest because it was, (laughs) 
the, the way these magazines were, it was, it was old penthouse. Yeah. So, um, you know, Larry Flint and, and these were like, these were playboys. Great man. So these were, these were full on shots of body parts. We didn't know existed at that point. And again, it wasn't sexual. It's just the way the magazines were, were laid out was almost like a Tarantino film. <laughs> It, it was violent. It was bright. Everything I remember just being very bright, and ever, there was velvet everywhere. And sure. So we, we would just we would find, I would listen to George Carlin CDs. I remember he had he had um, he had the one with the, the parental advisory sticker on it. Very early early nineties Carlin, and then we would flip through these pornos with with just interest. That was like I was seven. You would listen old. to George Carlin and flip through pornos. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. It was man. pretty rad, man. Yeah. Uh, that guy actually owns a record store in Nova Scotia now. But <laughs> now, uh, flip uh, fast forward a couple more years. Again, before sexuality was, I was with a group of friends and we did the classic. We stumbled upon porn in the woods. Uh, I don't know where the fuck this came from. The mythology of that came from. Why is this so common? Like even to the point where stand-up comedians, I know like 30 of them that have bits on it. And like every single mm-hmm. person I know has experienced it. It's like, a trope. And I think it's like, it's like the trope ends now. Who in that- beats off in the woods though? I just, I got it. Like I have had sex in the woods. I have, I guess it's people that can't, jerk off at home but can you not just turn on the tap i i don't think it's lock the door i don't think it's the the releasing of cum in the forest i think it's releasing the property so they would they would hide them in the woods whether it be a hiding spot for teenagers because remember i remember one kid there's a kid who had the playboys and stuff like there was it was it was a precious product so i feel like the the woods was a decent hiding spot i don't think anyone was like coming in the woods i i I mean, I've came in the woods since, but I don't think it had anything to do with that. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, so that was young. That was young before sexuality hit. And then, then it goes from there. And then it just, it just gets crazy after that, man. Hey, well, what was it like in the early part of it for you anyway that first got you going into sexuality? Because what was mm-hmm. the trip from... Like how long were you involved in this sexless love of pornography until <laughs> yeah. you whipped your dick out and you're like, wait a minute, there's a connection there here. There is. I actually got some more. It was in 1998-99, Howard Stern released Private Parts, the movie. Okay. And another sexless, I would watch that movie. My dad had a copy on VHS that he would hide and then I knew where it was. I would watch that with just interest in like, I think Jenna Jameson's in that, in that film. She takes off her shirt. Yeah. And it's just like, there was something funny to me about a girl taking off her shirt. I thought it was like funny. And I thought tits like looked like kind of funny. I mean, they do. I mean, they're also arousing, but they're also hilarious, bouncy fun bags. That's my favorite <laughs> fish album. <laughs> uh, hilarious, bouncy fun bags. It's a song that's 84 minutes long. Exactly. Check it out. Um, so it was, it was that. And so the sexuality part came into it. 10 or 10 years old and that's where the internet gets involved we had we had windows 95 or 98 so it's amazing to me too though that like you were still into the porno like just the idea of looking at the naked girls was still attractive without the sexuality attached to it so for you was it just because it was like the taboo of looking at something you weren't supposed to that was exciting i think i think that's most definitely part of it yeah. Uh, it was the taboo, but it was also just, it was just the interest. I come from a, a very working class, small town. So anything that's not like Don Cherry or Tim Hortons right. always sparked my interest. Like I grew up with punk rock and um, just the kind of gnarly things like that. So porno and George Carlin. <laughs> just went through so many things. So your, your influences, you listed Don Cherry, who is a, a coach 
for a hockey team in the 70s and then an announcer yeah. in Canada famously hated Russians. Yes. <laughs> and then what was the other stuff? Punk rock? Yeah. Yeah. A heavy diet of punk rock and Don Cherry. Yeah, that'll... Yeah. That'll get you some angst. It will get it will get you somewhere. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. I just we used to the internet came along, and my cousin and I, a different cousin, it's always incestuous in a weird way. We went to sex dot com, mm-hmm. and sex dot com. When I first started going there, <clears throat> was it was just um, it was filled with pe- girls and thongs. <laughs> it was just that's all it was was girls and thongs. So I developed I developed a weird thong fetish because of this. Uh, which has since disappeared. I'm barely sick. I barely have a sex. How did you lose a thong? I've been trying to lose my thong fetish since the thong song. <laughs> yeah, what, it yeah, can't exactly. be done. It Can you can't imagine be the, done. That did to the underwear market when that came out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh man, I heard that that was like a joke or something like that. Cisco, when his friend came up with it, and they were just talking about how they they just seen a thong for the first time and they got it like just obsessed with it. I remember the first time I saw one too, and it was just that. That little triangle, that little arrow that shows you where the butt crack is, totally. that just sort of comes up, and you're just like, "Why is that hotter than seeing nothing at all?" In the, you, you really stumbled upon something that I've always been interested in, which is which is clothing. You know the the, the fetish. What is it? CFNM. Are you are you are you that deep in porn history? What that stands for is clothed female, naked male. Wow. It's I a, mean, I know most of the yeah, like you know, big beautiful lady. I know that one. Well, it's BBW. BBW. Big BBW, yeah. It's always BB something. BBC, BB oh, BBC. Dub, BB whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, dude. So uh, the, the clothed female naked male thing, that might, you may have hit something that I remember the thong would, because it would stick, stick out of the underwear really high for some reason. Mm-hmm. And that was always really cool. Girls were into that in the 90s and, and early 2000s too. They would hike their thongs up at big the time, side big so time. you could see that that G-string string. Yeah. And yeah, it would yeah. let you know from afar that she was the kind of girl who would have a have a thong on. Exactly. And there's no way those are comfortable. So it was like, oh, she's doing it just to kind of like for the male gaze or, yeah. or her own sexuality, which is cool too. Dude, I remember being in like a community theater play when I was a kid and there was some girl who showed up and she was like the coolest girl and stuff, yeah. but she was like, you know, at the time, like 14. And then she had like, um, like the thong sticking up and everybody thought it was so hot. And then her mom showed up and was like, yelled at her like from yeah. across the hall and like in front of all the kids was like, excuse me, they can see your underwear. Yeah. Pull your pants up. Yeah, 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 Pull your yeah. Oh, she was so embarrassed. She went from a hot shit to fucking just an embarrassed kid just so drop, fast. Drop the hat. That's really what happens, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, to another point with the clothes, clothing stuff. I mean, I've never been Catholic. You're you're from a Catholic family, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I went to a Catholic school. My one one half Catholic. So it sounds to me, I'm just doing some Freudian armchair stuff. But Please. like, you know, if if you're Catholic and you, there's that Catholic school girl fetish again, I think that might be with the clothing, like what's underneath, because you're <laughs> yeah. just trapped in that uniform. Yeah. So that might create some sort of. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't know about the Catholic garb. It, it, it's not that it turns me on, like that whole like the the uniform and stuff. It's just sort of like that's what we had to fucking. So we did it a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like so you have to wear that. So yeah, it turns out that you would have it. And then they're cute and stuff. So that was hard too because they'd be telling you about like, don't think about sex. And then yeah. there'd be girls in kilts everywhere. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. so exactly. that was uncomfortable and weird and of course the girls are you know they'd hike them up and stuff like that super high when the when when people weren't like but to me what turns me on 
<clears throat> is more the authority uh like, like mm-hmm. the nuns or mm-hmm. something like that like i always wanted to fuck a nun yeah, yeah, yeah. but i uh i never i mean i had sex with like all my girlfriends were you know wore that catholic schoolgirl shit so that was yeah, never yeah. a fetish i had it was always just something that was happening yeah the thing i never got was the nun i always I, I never had a nun the man. black sheep so to speak oh yeah, man yeah, yeah. yeah i mean yeah. that thing's thicker than a burka man it's hard to get under that shit. that's hilarious i mean and, and then you go with like the uh islamic uh tradition of that whole the burka, uh, burka. yeah it's, i mean the, the habit is the the catholic nun thing is what it's called mm-hmm. a habit mm-hmm. and it's essentially a burka yeah sans the mask but then there are versions of nuns who actually do cover their faces full burka too so that's why it's like weird when they're like oh it's a muslim thing it's like actually yeah. there are nuns in christianity sure. that wear that shit too yeah. there's a lot of weird shit with religion i'm not it's it's kind of like a trope now to kind of discuss the sexuality and religion but like i've always been fascinated with like the hasidic jews with the blanket i believe they like fuck through a blanket <laughs> i mean i've heard that too but i don't know if it's true or not here's something can we can we break a do you have listeners that like write in or anything i hope so if there's any if there's a write-in section either even just message brian mm-hmm. back back home i've always been obsessed with this the mythology of getting a hand job at a theater through the popcorn bag. It was always this thing that I heard people doing where, where a dude would put his dick in, in the popcorn bag and get the hand job. But it's like, A, wouldn't butter get somewhere and ruin the whole thing? Would there be kernels flying everywhere? What does that look like? Did that happen to you? Have you seen it? Have you been around it? Uh. Man, let me, tell you let me tell you something about the popcorn. You, you, you've done it. You've no, it. no, no, no. But I did have somebody's dad explain it to me when I was younger. And it is kind of like, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not cool uh, if you were to do it to somebody. I just well, want well, that I, to be clear, but I presumed it was, it was, it was, it was like, Hey, give me like, it was consent. No, like, no, I don't No, There's definitely not consent in this, but the whole idea oh. is like, okay, you put your dick hard in the bottom of the popcorn bag and then you sit next to the girl and you go, Hey, you want some popcorn? And right. then she reaches in the bag. No popcorn. Right. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah, somebody's dad, like when I was like, I think 11, somebody's dad was like, do you know the popcorn trick? He was Filipino. He's like, do you know the popcorn trick? And I was like, "Uh, no, teach it to me. And then he told me that. And I was like, oh, so you trick her into jerking you off? And I feel like, yeah, even then I was at like whatever, 11 years old or whatever I was, I was like, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? She's going to touch it and then she's going to go, ah, and just, then I'm going to be in jail. Even that, at 11, I could there's, sense that. There's certainly the consent section, but also just, just the physics of it. Like, look, I'm not one of those dudes who's like, I have a big dick. It's not big. And often, I you're, the, the best bang for your buck at the theater is getting the extra large popcorn. Right? <laughs> so you're buying, you're buying extra large popcorn with, with an extra small dick. She's going to reach her fucking hand down so far. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You want the small bag. You want the smallest bag but possible. Because like, she's like, look at the size of this fucking cock at the bottom of this this popcorn bag. But why are you buying a small popcorn? Like, no one have you, have you ever been to the theater and bought a small popcorn? You're an insane person. That's true. It does look a little weird. But here's the other thing: uh, they give free refills. So what's uh, the difference? Can I say something? Yeah. That stopped uh, during COVID. Um, they stopped it because I went. I went in um, somewhat recently, and I got movies I, stopped during COVID. Um. Sort of, yes and no, depending on the restriction. But I, um, I got a big bag of popcorn, and during the break, I snuck out there looking for a little refill. And they're like, "Oh no, at least not at this particular venue." 
They're like, not allowing it. Huh? But like we stopped it. That's fucking bullshit. Cause yeah, that was like, I actually met a guy in Toronto who would like, yeah, carry around a popcorn bag with him when he went to the movies. And so yeah, he just course, run up there and just, yeah, one popcorn bag he bought one time in 1996 and was it, using well, the same one forever. It, I, I played that game too, but it always kind of sucked because like they would, the big theaters would do have like, the Marvel movies, so the popcorn bag would change depending on the superhero. So right. I'd, be, I'd be carrying a 96 George Clooney Batman. <laughs> Did you ever have porno theaters out here to keep it on the sexual vibe? Just to keep it creepy for the podcast. <laughs> Did you guys ever have porno theaters? Actually, out, out east in Halifax, I bet they'd have a couple out there. Uh, you know what, man? It's it, Again, because it's born in 90, that's kind of like a taxi driver old school thing. Well, you tell you what, there's one in uh, Toronto that they closed maybe yeah. four years ago. It was like the okay. last one. And they turned it into a rock climbing place. Yeah. So it's like yeah, the yeah. inside of it, like this old theater where people used to just come in and cut, like they dress well, in like trench coats and jerk themselves off on the back of people's hair. Well, it's always been something I've, I've been fascinated with because I'm, I'm into really into like grimy New York shit. And like, you know, like the Paul Rubin story of him getting caught jerking off in that, in that, <laughs> in that porno theater. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. It's just like, it's a porno theater. What are you going to do? But we yeah. did not have porno theaters. We had um, video stores with large porno sections so again on the topic of porn they would always be these would always be curtained off right so you'd have to sneak sneak behind these curtains to kind of see the other side so as kids we'd have one friend we used to call her the movie nazi the 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 clerk at the video store she was the movie nazi because she was uh ran a movie store was kind of mean so she just earn the term Nazi. We threw that around pretty willing. <laughs> but she was, we'd have one of our friends confuse her like, hey, how much do these Skittles cost? And the rest of us would run back behind the curtains and um, they left the fucking DVDs in the cases. So we would just steal pornos and take them home and uh, watch pornos. And we would say we wouldn't. We all got hard together. We were, we all were sex, sexual at that point. The old point. circle jerk. This unspoken thing where like we clear there's four little boys with boners watching porno. Yep. Yeah, it happens, man. And like, that's a thing that a lot of people don't like to talk about, aren't willing to talk about. It, but it's true. Little boys sit around and watch pornos with each other, whatever yeah. pornos they can get. And sometimes they jerk off. You know what I mean? This is how the evolution of men, as disgusting as it is, yeah. is like really common. It's it's yeah. it's porno in the woods. Yeah. It's boners with your friends. It is. And it's uh, you know, jizzing too quick on the first time. That's oh my the, god. That's basically manhood under thirteen. Jizzing too quick. <laughs> I mean, I, I could tell you the story I could tell you so many stories, man, about so much of this stuff. Like with Are you a quick jizzer? Well, a, a quick wizard, quick jizzer. You know what I mean. <laughs> Are you a jizzer, Harry? <laughs> um, with the porno tip, one more one more thing about the porno thing is Please. it's always been very culturally interesting to me, just outside of sexuality. So that's why I know so much about it. Wink, wink. Sure, uh, sure. Quick jizzer. Everyone on this fuck podcast believes you, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call? What do you call your podcast listeners? F- fuckmates, fuckers. You gotta, you gotta make a term for them. Yeah, we gotta uh, oh, dirty sluts. Dirty sluts. Yeah. Listen here, you dirty sluts. Hey, dirty sluts. I do, I do come quick. Number one, a two things gotta tell you. I am uncircumcised. Fantastic news. So I get that kind of like ultra sensitivity. Oh, must be nice. Lower refractory period, so I can, I can also come come again sooner so wait 
what does that mean? That, okay, so that's like one of the spicy delights of having a foreskin is you can you can regenerate quicker. No, it's it's the opposite, I think. Or maybe I just have a, I used to have a high libido so I could regenerate quicker. I don't think that's uh, anything to do with your skin. You no, just fucking you can just fire off loads like I could, a fucking machine gun. I hunt. could. So here's what happens. So I've seen both 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 sides of the gamut. I've seen I was a quick jizzer probably for most of my life. Sure. G- start the movie. I'm jizzing within the intro the man likes to jizz Let him i was jizz. A, i was a come come man i was a come guy <laughs> <laughs> you know um hold it and then this was you know this was for most of my life until i started taking medication for depression right then i saw the other side where it's like it would take either too long or i couldn't come mm-hmm. and let me tell you if you were to pick a side you want to go with quick come because mm-hmm. you can regenerate you can do some other tricks while you're regenerating. Nice. Like tell her about your favorite movies or something or, or go down on her, whatever. Right. <laughs> or tell her about your favorite movies while you're going down on her. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? like twister. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, but when you, when you can't come because you're taking this medication that's supposed to make you happy and what makes you more happy than coming? I don't know. And you can't, it's just weird, like weird, like um, paradox with antidepressant medication. So I've seen both sides of it. It's, it's, very I've heard that, that like those antidepressants can really take uh, yeah. the jizz out of your rod, you know, they can. That's sort of strange because uh, it's supposed to make you all happy and that would in turn make you more attractive to people. Yeah. And then it's like you're attracting them to this limp wiener. It's, it's very weird. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's not attractive. Look. I don't have a big, that's big, depressing, big guy. Yeah. But when I'm like good to go, it's kind of cool. Cause I'm like super excited. It's like a kid waiting for ice cream. Like it's really cute. Uh huh. But when you're not, and it's just like a, like a, you're like a sad, sad boy that doesn't even like ice cream anymore. Yeah. But you're still at the ice cream truck. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just super standing weird there just shaking your head. Like, do you have any salads? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's an interesting thing, man. Hey, you know, what's also evolved with porno is like, pubic hair trends pubic hair trends since you're an aficionado in pornographer um this is something that i was interested in when i was mm-hmm. a kid because i would always notice like oh wow these girls have bushes and then it was like in the 90s around the 90s the lips started to get cleaned up but then it was yeah. like the landing strip and then dudes too they started trimming in pornos too well, all of a sudden well, there was no pubes on dudes i don't know well the landing strip was post on 11 out of respect <laughs> yeah that was that's when it really happened Uh, um the the, okay so the dude thing is i mean that that's coming with masculine sexuality not being oppressed i think that's more of like we can dudes are starting to openly address quote-unquote feminine things like trimming so it's more of more of a recent thing but as far as pubic hair goes i mean it's cyclical i really think it's cyclical in that, like the '70s bush, to me is like fucking badass. But even the '70s bush has a trim to it. Do you know what I mean? It's not. You're right. There's a style to it. It's not fucking Vietnam War, right? It's like a camp inside of the Vietnam War. Like it's it's, it's messy. Camped. It's, it's, I like that. Yeah, yeah. You've pitched a tent. There's you know there's <laughs> some fire on. You can smell bacon. <laughs> it's a nice time. You know, I hear what you're saying. Like it was never like unattractive mm-hmm. to, to sort of like, you know, to, 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 to go at it, to make it camped. Like for example, mm-hmm. all the way back as far as like Cleopatra, mm-hmm. it was considered 
attractive to not have hair like the egyptian royalty sure they would take off their pubes and yeah. their hair and stuff yeah. it's been like a, a a sign of um hygiene for it's a, it's a visual sign of hygiene is what it really is i think you're like oh you've obviously trimmed your pussy means you've at least looked at it in the last three days so i know you there's a good chance you might have thrown some soap at it totally it's you know like it's like brushing your teeth. You, it's just something that that you should be doing, or to taking a look at it, be, having it in your eye line for sure. Totally, and like, I'm willing to do it too. I'm not doing. I'm not asking somebody to do something I'm not willing to do myself. Yeah, yeah. I'll trim it up. You know, do what I have to do. But uh, this idea that uh, someone is, you know, a jerk mm-hmm. for being unattracted to mm-hmm. somebody who's just like not. Uh, you know, keeping themselves oh, yeah, for together. Sure. It's for like, sure. I don't know what to say to you. Like, it's not, some people like that crazy, sloppy, just got out yeah, of the yeah. swamp look. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> most of us appreciate somebody who's like taking a shower or something for like sure. that. You know, I, I, I lay right in the middle there. So, I mean, for, for many years, my first girlfriend and I, we, we dated seven years. So like you're, you're, you're catching me now, a guy who like barely has sex and I don't care. I'm too busy. But back then it sounds nice. It was all I cared about, man. So like, yeah. And she was right into, um, getting rid of the whole shebang, right? The whole shaving, the whole thing, which is like, to me, not what I'm interested down to the wood, not what I'm interested in, but she'd also be like, polish the floor, wanting me to do that. So I felt like a weird little boy sometimes. So I find the fetishization of the non no pubic hair kind of weird too. It's like you're looking so young. Yeah, I, I just don't like that. But I, li- I like like a little bit for sure because as you said, it looks like you know you, you've seen a bar of soap. But there are people that are naturally hairless too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I'm talking completely shaved is not naturally hairless because you can see like the red bumps from the sh- oh that stuff. No, no, I mean like there are people who like naturally don't have a lot of hair at all. You know, yeah, albinos, I guess. I, I, I don't know what the, who you're talking about. It, like this, I, I had a okay. Like I mean, there's some uh, Asian ladies that I dated that were yeah. naturally essentially hairless completely. Oh, oh, completely, completely. Okay. Like it wasn't faint. Like, like, like I mean, everybody has the same amount of hair follicles is what I hear. So I think there is it very like this, fine. Like my arm? Like- no, man, there was, it was like a dolphin's asshole. <laughs> 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 okay. I think I fucked a dolphin. You may have. No, I'm kidding. It was uh, no, one of my, uh, actually, yeah, like no, absolutely nothing like natural. Well, you know what, man? Arm hair, though. Uh, Arm hair like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, exactly. Arm hair like Robin Williams, yeah. but a bald <laughs> pussy. A bald pussy for the ages. And, and that, the, bald, the baldness is something I've never fully uh, kind of got on board with. I, mean, I guess it allows you to see what you're doing a bit more if you're like learning. Well, that's it. I mean, I like looking at it. I'm not one way or the other about it. Uh, as long as the lips themselves are taken care of, mm-hmm. that's kind of where my shit... Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care what you do with the top. Let it fly. Right. But right. it's like this... Hairy asshole shit. I just, I'm, I can't deal with that. You know what I mean? Oh, again, I'm yeah. not fucking actually to tell the truth. I didn't do anything to my ass for a long time. Mm-hmm. Trim it at all because I didn't want anybody going back there. Girls kept trying to put things in my butt. <laughs> yeah. And so I would try to make it look scary. Like you're trying to hide like bank deposits there. Like, Hey man, I gotta hide this from my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Thanks. Get up there. I was trying to scare them away from it. I would put mm-hmm. like, you ever see a Blair Witch Project and put yeah. those little stick figures hanging yeah, yeah, from yeah. the back of my, my wilt nuts to try totally. to scare them away. Uh, uh, do not or abandon all <laughs> hope ye who enter here or whatever. That's a sign I put up on the back of my asshole. 
anyways, no, these days I'm keeping it, it Camden, you know, you attract those people back. And I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. You kind of like, you got to be willing to do what you're wanting to get. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. And if you, you know what, if you're not into that stuff, yeah, let your asshole get hairy and be like, cause you're, that's what you're hunting for. You're Man, hunting for a, totally. a woolly mitt. Totally. You look a good looking guy. Like honestly, all I like is just confidence mm-hmm. and, and yourself and, and that you're an interesting person. That sounds so like stupid. Like, so like Hunter S Thompson, but I just like, if you're fucking rad and you're confident with your own sexuality, that's going to be hotter than anything else. I guess if you have, okay, what about that? But the person has like, yeah, like a bright orange, hairy asshole. The carrot top. Yeah, like carrot top and it's a perm like Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Kathy and Griffin's it's back t- there. Totally perm. And other other than that, she's like great. Yeah. But just this carrot top, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Asshole. Like you know those 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 polishers they use for laminate floors that have circle buffers on the bottom? <laughs> yes, I do. Like one of those, but Kathy Griffin's curly hair on around an asshole. Could you still do it? I think at this point, man, I think I would do it. I wouldn't tell anyone. Like if someone asked. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I guess you're asking me now. So no, that's such a dude yes. answer. Like, yeah, fucking, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd fuck a great Dane if people weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Are you like um, a porno guy? Like, do you know your history? Like, do you have any favorite? <clears throat> yes. Can we drop some names? Can we do names? I oh, like my favorite porn stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. men, women, horses. Well, men is Evan. Men is Evan Stone. Seabiscuit is my favorite porn star ever. <laughs> Who's the horse that fucked that guy to death in Zoo? That's my favorite porn. <laughs> Mr. Star. Hands. Mr. Hand. That yeah. is the fucking name of the I know, guy in, my that, world, in Zoo. Man. God, you do know porno. Yeah, we we should have been hanging out months ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, like favorite porn star. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Rocco fan from well, back so you are in the talking day. Male. You're talking male porn stars. That was my male one. That's the one okay. I went to just because, I mean, he's a bit rough, but I enjoy the... Uh, Actually, never. I don't like Rocco. He's a bit heavy, but like yeah. uh, some of the... He's too like French, like, come here, you little piece of shit. It's just, like too much of that. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's rough, you yeah, know? That's yeah. when I'm feeling like I just got back from a job and I want to <laughs> hammer, wanna, I want to pretend like I'm fucking a girl in a porta potty. Right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, right, That's yeah, the, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the male dirty porn totally, fantasy totally. um but uh actually you know i love a uh, uh old school kind of yeah was uh asia what's her name carrera yeah and then yeah. also uh tara patrick i was a big fan of uh totally i mean that that's that's like you're talking like that's when i first started looking up yeah that's like 90s that's, i'm going back in the days so i like, mean 90s well, i'm talking i guess you had jenna jameson um yeah Honestly, for me, it's the, my era's early two thousands. Yeah, Sasha Gray. Oh yeah, she's great. I actually had a flashlight. Great, great flashlight. Great dirty talker. And just like super sexy, like it just. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually really like thin girls at all. Right. So we're back. We had a battery die. The magic of podcast land. But yeah, we were talking about Sasha Gray. I think yeah, we, we, we were talking about Sasha Gray. How she kind of represented, I think you were saying kind of a more conventional, kind of a girl you could see at your high school or yeah. university or something. Right. The girl next door, but it was yeah. something about her. It was her personality. She like you say, it wasn't that this girl looked a certain way. She looked like yeah. a lot of other girls in pornography, yeah. but I think it was a lot. I gotta be honest. A lot of it was the dirty talk for me. The dirty talk was, was, was amazing. She it, did that really oh. well. My favorite dirty talker is, uh, Jana Michaels. Oh. I will go back and watch the same videos and get off like that's how important early Gianna Michaels is to me what what does she say to you that gets you so jizzy she says Evan 
Okay. <laughs> just directly. Call your dad. <laughs> Evan, it's important that you put away money for your future. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's just her personality, man. And she's like this big, you know, you don't know Gianna. Oh no, I know her. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you do you know what I mean? Like just like this mountain of a girl, yeah. massive everything. And yeah. this personality, it's like, if you don't listen to me, either I'm going to kick your ass or burn your house down. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I love that. I'm not like, I don't think I'm into like BDSM or being like, um, uh, was it subordinate or whatever, but I just like uh, submissive, <laughs> submissive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sub, a subordinate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just her. I, I would be a sub for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just her. Just it, something gets me going. I don't know what it is. I, I love a powerful woman like primal. That. She's primal. yeah. She's Amazonian. <laughs> she's Amazonian. She'll yes. get, well, she looks like, yeah, she'll fucking beat you up if you don't do what she says. Exactly. There's actually a famous um, bang bus scene where like she, she's in the bus and none of the guys could keep up with her. So that she had to get like run through like five guys. Wow. And they finally found one who could actually, could actually keep up with her. And she's just like throwing him around the bus and she like throws him outside the bus. And it was like talking about female empowerment. <laughs> There's their girl, man. This, yeah. this girl was rocking every dude. Yeah. And just kind of being like, I can out fuck. I can outlive. It was so great. Was like, yeah. She's like Duke Nukem as a porn star, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. God, what a hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Some of those like, uh, how, how, how amazing it is to watch somebody in that realm, uh, have agency over their own vagina on that level. Yeah. Um, because yeah, we do associate that kind of shit with men so much where it's like, we, we do just yeah. going to fuck. But here's the thing we watch male porno too. That's the other thing. Like mm -hmm. the stuff that, and I've noticed this from being with my wife mm -hmm. and sort of looking at the stuff that she looks at. Yeah. It is so different. And yeah. here's, here's where I noticed the biggest difference was, um, in the dirty talk. Okay. It's very, very, it's more like romantic and soft and stuff. Like oh, is that, that right? It's a little yeah. softer. Yeah. And then, um, like, you know where I noticed it was in yoga porn specifically okay. because I, for some reason I was turned on, like I was watching some yoga videos or something, yeah. doing yoga. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put in like yoga. And I, my, my wife had done something similar and she had like looked up yoga porn too. Yeah. So it's like, it's like her, a true like niche at this point. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I'm like, Oh sweet. So I sent her my yoga porn. She sends yeah. me her okay. yoga porn. Okay. And they are two different fucking two different worlds. worlds because like the girl yoga porn. Yeah. It's very soft. Mm -hmm. It's like the girls, like it's, it, you know, it's like two girls and a guy and there's some massage right. and then they start talking for a while. Right. They, they light candles. There's some chamomile tea. And then around like yeah. uh, hour three and a half, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. puts a tongue on a vagina. <laughs> exactly. And then that, that lasts three hours exactly yeah. and um the the dude one is so like intense by uh by contrast yeah it's like the it, you know it's like a dude and he's teaching a yoga class mm -hmm. poorly mm -hmm. so he's no you're idea like, what like these doing. dudes have never even done yoga before. they really haven't you yeah. can tell that's what obsesses and the they're most. just like it's just like yeah this guy's down dog is awful yeah. but yeah he's just like and then he's standing at the front and he's like all right class is over mm -hmm. but you and you need to stay and he points at like the only girls with breast implants and then everybody else is like we're out of here and then they just like he just goes up to them and pulls out his dick and then they do a close up and the girls are like what and then they just start fucking killing themselves with it. their with his dick yeah and i wonder if it's just like i mean that's the that's always the the plot lines of porno since like 2000 have been so stupid i i, I wonder if it's our like archaic dinosaur brains where it's just if if the routine is out of order 
Think about it. I'm going to, I'm going to lay this out to you. If I was, <laughs> let's write a script right now. Yeah. I am working. I'm a mechanic and oh, you bring your car in. Okay. Car breaks down. I'm like, well, it's going to be $3,000 and you'll say, oh, I only have 300. Well, there's one way we can fix this. Here's the order of things. You start sucking my dick mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes and then I do three minutes of tit fucking right probably put some oil on there use something from the scene right and then i'll throw you up on front probably like the car hood put you in the tire i'll eat your pussy for a minute mm-hmm. it's literally it's literally 10 percent the uh, the kind of lingus is 10 percent of the blowjob i would say mm-hmm. if, if we're doing math you know what i mean yeah sure it's it's rarely the same length right you're, and then you're right yeah yeah then it's missionary then it's cowgirl. Then it's reverse cowgirl. Doggy. If he can come at that point, he'll come. If not, you'll kind of tra- traverse those, <laughs> you know, positions again. Yeah. And then if he, if he can't come at that point, they'll bring in a stunt dick. Have you ever seen the stunt dicks uh, for the for the cum shots where they're clearly not the same dude's oh, dick? Oh wait, no, I haven't noticed that it's another guy's dick, but I have noticed like prosthetics sometimes making their way in there. Pro, well, prosthetics are, are yeah for those crazy jizz loads where they're like <laughs> yeah. it's eight liters of cum, and then you're like after like the twelfth shot, you're like yeah. wait a minute, this, yeah, this exactly. can't be real. But no, they actually have guys that bring their 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 stunt dicks. In. Well, a lot of these porn stars can't come whether it's due to drug use or just it's their job to fuck eight times a day. So they'll have suncocks do the loads. So these guys are just so milked out that they can't fucking jizz. Or or whatever drug they're on. A lot of steroid use. Um, I hear there's actual drugs you can take to make yourself jizz more. uh, There's there's drugs. I mean, I used to take... I was obsessed with it in high school. Jizz more? Of uh, jizzing a lot. Take jizz more. Oh, about about how big your loads were. Yeah, it was kind of my obsession because I'd never had a big dick. So I was like, at least I can be the guy who produces. And did I ever? I was straight edge at that time. But girls aren't into big loads, are they? No, but I thought they were because I've seen I porn. Guess some are. It, they're gross. It, it's what, what I In did. In porn, girls love loads. But In what, real life, they're not as uh, like excited. No, about if, them. why would they be? I, <laughs> I, I essentially created a monster. Like it's like I create my own flubber. What I did was, <laughs> I, I went to. I found this bodybuilder forum, and these guys were all excited about what you can take to come more. Oh, so God. I followed this bodybuilder thread. I was taking like magnesium. I was taking. <laughs> iron i was following this diet of like smoothies just to see what i could do and by the end of it at the end of my routine the the what i was producing was uh ultimately shocking wow and, and, and what was a, happening what was what was just coming out ropes <laughs> right and i was by myself most of the time my voice cracked right straight there. roping i was by myself most of the time i mean i had a girlfriend but i think at that time um she wasn't uh, there and I was just for months I was just like coming these massive puddles because it was something to do I got really I got ADHD I got really interested in things yeah. I got really interested in like so it worked taking all these supplements yes, yes. okay I'm gonna need a list before you get out of it here. was not that much but but it was like again it was oh, I wasn't drinking back then I was very I was quite healthy I think now it's just like my comes like no, well, yeah, that's one thing that like I quit drinking a, a, a couple of years ago. And that's one thing that you definitely notice, especially because like I'm I'm pushing 40 now. My my boners are they're starting to come back because yeah. I'm not drinking. But it's yeah. like well, it's, it's vas- not like they were. It's, it's, it's all about vascular. It's all your heart vascular. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. And the cigarettes, too. Like I yeah. stopped with tobacco and that they really did uh, help. And it's like you can sustain them longer. You know what I mean? Like you just can fuck longer, but it's not so different. Like it's also, might I add a ton of fun 
to get hammered, smoke cigarettes, and fuck. So that you know, if you're still out I there drinking, I, I say, funny, I say, funny enough, I don't agree with that. I, yeah, because you fucking did it like two days ago. It's been years for me, man. No, I didn't. Let I, me live through you. You can't. You can't live through me because I'm not into it. Like I'm not. Oh, it's such a weird thing, man. Maybe you don't fuck drunk. Maybe because I most of my sex life and when I was really interested in having sex, I was sober. I was pretty much straight edge. I didn't really start drinking heavy till 20, 24, 25. So you stopped making bad sexual decisions when you stopped drink or when you started drinking? We, I don't know what it is. Maybe uh, someone, someone <laughs> said to me recently, they go, Evan, I think you're dem- demisexual. Which is this new term. I don't know. Maybe You drunk. only want to fuck Demi more? I only want to fuck demigods. <laughs> I want to fuck Hercules. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, I don't know. Do I could, it. He's I could, slutty. I could only fuck people who I'm like, I think are uh, interesting or connected to or something. I, I don't know much about the term, but someone said that. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. So I've never really been into this drunk fucking sex. Wait, what does demisexual mean? I think it means you could, you could only truly be turned on by someone who is uh, in love with. No, not in love with. I just have some sort of um, interest that goes deeper than... Why does that need a fucking title? Though? I like, know, I feel man. like that's just like, yeah, liking people. Some guy said You're it to me. You're describing liking Some people. Some guy said it to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take it. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Demi I'm not like posting that on my Facebook. Jesus Brian. fuck. I just feel like the trying to <laughs> define every fucking urge that oh, my ball moved. I'm a <laughs> testicle sexual. <laughs> It's like, I mean, I guess, I don't know, man. Fuck. It's a spectrum. Love who you're going to love. I don't know. I just, I don't know. It was, do we need a fucking label? Anyway, it was trying to me articulate my way out of answering the question that I don't like to have some drunk sex for whatever I think, reason. I think, you know what? It, it's, a, it's a misconception that dudes for the most part don't get attached to girls that they sleep with. Cause I think, I yeah. think that's a big fallacy that guys push amongst other guys. Like, yeah, man, I fucked a bunch of chicks. I didn't even care about her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even give a shit. It's like, yeah, those same guys are the same guys that are texting you going, I, I, I miss your Sally at totally, three in the morning, totally. you know, but I've, I've never had that connection with, with sex and, and drinking for me. Drinking is like I just want to like talk about Bruce Springsteen or do cocaine. Like I don't want to. I, I, it's a weird like molecular thing. But um, sounds cool, man. It's pretty cool, man. I feel like yeah, and you're not having like it's not prime time sex you're having when you're drunk, <laughs> no. you know. Like, but I'll tell you something. You do kind of like get a little more unhinged. I think you know. Naturally, do, naturally, yeah. yeah. My wife and I have never had sex drunk before. We've been together. Yeah. And I'm real. Actually, no, that's not true. I've been drunk. You've been drunk. I've yeah, been yeah. drunk. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> back in the day yeah when we first started dating but um uh it's been strange i've never had sex with her when she's drunk yeah and uh i mean i worked in bars for years i was hammered when i was having sex i'd say 90 percent of the mm-hmm. time until mm-hmm. i was you know 35 yeah and since then i just think i've had some of the best sex i've ever had since then because you're more present and you're there and you yeah, can right. feel it more i don't know it's like i don't remember a lot of the sex I had when I was hammered. And I remember, you know, obviously way more when I'm fucking present. It's also like, I feel like if you're having drunk sex, like you come and it's like time for bed, but it's like when you're not (laughs) drunk, it's like you have more (laughs) options available. Yeah, totally. There was one, there was one time I had sex with this girl, uh, after a show (laughs) in the Eastern block. I think it was in Romania. Yeah. Yeah, it was Romania, but she was like, yeah, uh, we, they're, they're, they're so upfront there. You right. Know? And like right. sexuality is right. not, you know, weird to them. There's, they That's don't great. have this puritanical past that we have. Yeah. But uh, we, we went out, we went drinking, and then we had sex. And then after, she's just putting on her clothes and leaving. And I'm like, you're going? And she's like, 
Yes, like we yeah. we drank, we party, we have sex. There's nothing left to do now. Amazing. I'm going home. Amazing. And I was like, well, I mean, I cried. But yeah. she, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she just sort of walked out like it ain't no thing. Fucking gave me a high five. You know what was weird too was like over there, like their fashions and you know sort of a little bit behind or whatever. Yeah. But she was wearing yeah. like a prom dress style thing with okay. like with like shoulder puffs. This wasn't a long time. This was like four years ago. All I'm picturing is like Prince. Like, I don't know what shoulder puffs. Yeah, like an Eastern European Prince with shoulder no, puffs. No, I'm picturing like Prince, like Purple Rain Prince. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Him, but in shoulder puffs, <laughs> like a prom dress. That's what she looked like. And uh, God. God, that's what I'm saying. I that's, miss you, Nicola. That, dude, that's the Gianna Michaels fucking thing where it's just like, we fucked. What are you talking about? What's, what's going on? What's I just love that energy. Um... So I kind of miss, I miss, I miss Gianna because she's, maybe it's because she's not, it's not a sad thing. Like sometimes when I watch porno and the girl's clearly either in the throes of addiction or like just not having a good time, it's like, that's not my thing. And yeah, I that's that what off. I get turned off to. I hate those fucking, at like Asian street meat and then some like no, hooker no. that clearly doesn't like who's being trafficked and you're like, oh, I can't do this right now. But I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying too. I like mm. girls that are into it, like hardcore where they're like yeah. owning the dick. Like we were talking about Sasha Gray, just attacks it. Uh, like it's a fucking country. She's Bella trying to Donna invade. was like that too. That lady yeah. is some kind of next level. Yeah. Next level kind of like, shit. I heard uh, one of them describe it as like porn stars should be sexual athletes. That's, I think this right. is Belladonna or Sasha Gray. They right. said that. And Belladonna, I, when I think about her, uh, I think sexual athlete because of the baseball bat she put in her asshole, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> remember that was her claim to fame yes uh, well yeah for sure I imagine mean, that was your closer like as a headliner comedian <laughs> <laughs> that's your piece de resistance and to think she dated Marilyn Manson too she no like, that makes perfect sense yeah yeah so if you're like who do you think that girl who has a baseball, baseball bat in her asshole like, either Marilyn Manson or Bill Clinton yeah exactly one of the two one of the two it can't be anybody else but that's dope man like that's that's sexual agency right so like, another thing I should talk to you for if this is a porn no sex thing yeah it's so obviously it is my side hustle in junior high high school was selling uh passwords to porn sites what the fuck so bang bros porn pros That's some high-tech shit browsers i i was able to i had a friend who was able to give me provide passwords to a hacking outlet and i sold them to uh kids in high school that's amazing i sold porn passwords that is some serious contraband in high school i got high on my own supply but (laughs) boy it was my it was i probably worked for about six months i probably made when you're i was in grade nine or ten right so but back then i'd sell i sell the passwords would expire every like month so you get like a month out of them so okay you want a month bang bros it's gonna be 50 bucks because 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 it's more because no one has access to credit cards, right? The, about the Bing Bros at the time was probably like fifteen dollars, oh but I would, I would double God. the price because you're going to get a credit card. No, pay me the fucking money. And here's your little password. Yeah, you're a kid. You don't have a credit card. Yeah, dude. I'm a kid. That's such a kid hustle too. like, fucking. oh, dude, it's, it, then as I'm soon as I got like, a real job, it's like, oh, real money is better than this. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's a wild thing, man. Yeah, it's really evolved too. Like just like seeing how it's changed from the time that we were kids till now. I don't, I can't imagine being a kid growing up right now where you could just, I checked it the other day, you know, on no. Google, like how easy it was to just look up ass fucking. I can't even. You just Google. 
It's I, just Google. I, I, you I just put it into Google, ass fucking, and straight up ass fucking comes up. <clears throat> I'm not saying there's, you know, ass fuck away, but holy no, no, shit, no, well, it's I mean, that even, easy. But yeah. even with my story of like sex.com, it was just like thongs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't. I was just, I, I just kind of curious if I can get in trouble for that. No, I, no one's going to. I can't get in trouble for selling porn passwords at this point, can I? No, man. You it was were someone fucking, I knew who did it. I just you did were it like myself. 10 years old when you did it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations passed up. Uh, uh, on that you know what i mean um yeah 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 it's a fucking fbi comes for you now well, it, it we heard me. you sold browsers passwords when you were 10 mumford it was someone i knew oh man. <clears throat> but yeah that was uh that was a, that was a fun part of my life uh, but but honestly then I, then I found the girlfriend uh my big girlfriend at 19 and i got just got really into like having sex instead of like looking at it <laughs> <laughs> and and now it's like i kind of don't do either like as far as like porn i, I I'll honestly watch some of my classic girls like Gianna. Right. I'll go on some amateur stuff sometimes and watch it, but it's just not, I'm not, I don't have the porn interest for sure anymore. Yeah. It's weird. It comes in waves. I feel. Yeah. You, you, you take it when you need it. It comes in ropes, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something that you should be doing all the time. I mean, you can definitely get lost in a rabbit hole of pornography. In I mean, this when, world. when I, when I'm down and down and out and my depression's like firing away at me, it's definitely one of those things like, Oh, I know I can get like a dopamine hit if I go on porn and come like, <laughs> it's one of those sad things where it's just like you get caught, you do get caught in those traps and it's, it's an easy outlet to uh, drown yourself in. It, drowning yourself in cum and yeah it's weird too like how after like you were talking about before in the male porno stars how after you do it a couple times with dudes um especially like it just starts to deteriorate how good the load is how good mm-hmm. the uh how good it feels you know it does. and so each load gets smaller each 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 jism you know gets a little bit lighter well here's a fact it actually restarts after three days so what i'm saying is there's these dudes who like try to hold their cum in for like a week three days is the biggest load you can get yeah so it it plateaus if you will at three days so you can't wait like three years and be like this is gonna be amazing it's gonna be the same as three days ah see i knew it was like if you because i've waited like a week before and i was like there's no difference you're going too far and so that was in my that was early days maybe the 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 science has been um advanced no i'm gonna believe whatever you say because i it sort of fits (laughs) what i want to hear exactly exactly. uh, no but it does i I don't feel like you know obviously there's only so much balls can hold you know (laughs) i could pick balls though that's that's another (laughs) fucked up thing well yeah and well it starts to come out through your pee after a while anyway right uh, well, that's exactly. I'm right. asking you like you're a doctor. <laughs> you look at me like I don't know. <laughs> How the fuck do I know? I tell dick jokes for a living. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking, like, do you have, like just drip cum randomly? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm getting old, Evan. Well, I'm telling you, man, it just drips when it wants to drip. That's now, so funny, a leaky faucet. I always love these things. Like, I grew up with like this, this, um. This this theory you'd hear about these girls chubby chasers mm-hmm. like oh they must exist and you were chasing them and you couldn't find them I could chase them but I, I was chubby I was like oh where are these girls then now I hear about these girls who love big balls I'm like where yeah. are these girls at are you a big ball guy I'm 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 big ball you're big bald short to medium bat. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's balls are so big he, he he pisses on them his dick rests upon them it's like a beanbag chair for the rest of my body yeah that's nice. <laughs> I have a friend who got hit in the ball with a hockey puck when he was younger and it's like 12 times the size of the other one. Are you serious? Yeah. It like split open, leaked. He never got it it fixed and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. It's honestly like 
size of like a mango, like a big mango. That's yeah. That's just a, that's a wound. Yeah. He's a comedian, Tom O'Donnell. His name is Tom O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. You should look him up. He's really, I'm sure he doesn't want you to know this, but his name is Tom O'Donnell and he lives <laughs> just outside of Toronto. He's a comedian though. He's a really great comedian named Tom good. O'Donnell with a huge nut. You huge nut, man. Well, I got two of them, Tom. So fuck. I know what it's like. Wow, man. You yeah. guys should get it together. Yeah. But it's weird. Cause like he only has one of them is just like a regular man sized nut. And the other one looks like it came off of a fucking rhinoceros. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 it's his cross to bear. I'm sure he's dealt with it. I, but there are girls who love it. Right? There's just these nut sluts that follow him around. <laughs> is that, that what it is? Like, nut sluts? I mean, that's what I coined them just now. But I, I That think, really works. I think, you know what I mean? I'd be calling them ball girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? The ball girl? The ball girls. I, yeah, they really are into his nut. And um, it's a strange thing, you know? It's, it's like it's like a it, like that eye of Sauron. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, <laughs> You know, in, in Lord of the Rings, it like draws them towards it. It's like kind of like just the that. doors of perception. William Blake was talking about. I think so, man. Not? Is this what they've been talking? Is this the legends? Yeah. <laughs> the legends are true. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a wild time to be alive. So, yes, hey, I mean, we're going to have to wrap it up soon. But this Dude, has been maybe. a fun little chat about fucking. That's for sure. Thanks for having me over, man. This is like a really rad fucking apartment. It's always nice to hang out with you, Brian. You're uh, this is my fuck pad where nobody comes to fuck anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of has that sense sense about it. But uh, yeah, these walls were gray when I came here. They're all white now. But yeah, man, it's been nice to talk about porn because that's kind of like what this what this room seen the most of. And right. What, right. What my apartment sees the most of these days, because my wife's been in California for the last four months, we haven't seen each other, is this empty apartment. And this empty apartment mostly watches me masturbate. It's kind of like, a, like an American psycho apartment if he wasn't a banker, but like was a surfer. Like, that's like <laughs> the vibe, sort of. Thanks. That's actually what I'm going for. Yeah. And uh, that chainsaw over there on my counter right, right, is right. just a decoration. <laughs> anyway, uh, how do you feel about Huey Lewis in the news? That's funny. Uh-huh. Actually, don't even get, get me started on that kind of stuff. That's a whole different podcast. That's a whole music podcast. I can talk podcast. about uh, Huey Lewis forever. He's actually one of the biggest dicks in pop culture. This is okay. I'm not well, joking. Google that. To be continued. We're yeah. going to come back to this the next episode when Evan Mumford's here and get back to Huey Lewis's Let's dick. Do it, baby. The, Huey Lewis. And the news is he's got a big dick. <laughs> Evan Mumford, yes. uh, Bad Expectations podcast. Uh, that is the podcast. Uh, I do stand up. You can just Google me. There's a bunch of stuff that comes up. Yeah, Evan's stand-up is so good. Check out Evan Mumford's stand-up and the Bad Expectations podcast. And thanks very much for coming by on our fuck pod here at Good Dirty (laughs) Fun, Evan. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Thanks, listeners. Uh, This was great. Cheers, brother. Good Dirty Fun with Brian Obama. 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 Obama.